0: Forest city church anyone and everyone but if you have a Bible, turn with me to Acts 22 verse 3, Acts 22 verse 3. And what I, what I love about this and even just what we heard earlier from Bria was the stories. I love hearing the stories behind why someone wants to be baptized. And in Acts 22, it's Paul retelling his story, why he, a persecutor a blasphemer, a violent man as he describes himself in 1 Timothy, a chief of all sinners as he describes himself in 1 Timothy, how he woke up, how he became aware of the the resurrection, aware of the reality, aware of this new life in Christ. He says this, verse three, Paul said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, But brought up in this city, I studied under Gamaliel and was thoroughly trained in the law of our ancestors. I was just as zealous for God as any of you are today. I persecuted the followers of this way. That's what the first church was known as, the followers of the way. To their death, arresting both men and women and throwing them into prison as the high priests and all the council can themselves testify. I even obtained letters from them to their associates in Damascus and went there to bring those people as prisoners to Jerusalem to be punished. Verse six, about noon, as I came near Damascus, suddenly a bright light from heaven flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice say to me, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord, I asked. I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting, he replied. My companions saw the light, but they did not understand the voice of him who was speaking to me. What shall I do, Lord, I asked. Get up, the Lord said, and go into Damascus. There you will be told all that you have been assigned to do. My companions led me by the hand into Damascus because the brilliance of the light had blinded me. Verse 12, a man named Ananias came to see me. He was a devout observer of the law and highly respected by all the Jews living there. He stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that very moment, I was able to see again. Then he said, the God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. You will be his witness to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now he says, verse 16, what are you waiting for? Get up be baptized, have your sins washed away by calling on the name of the Lord. Now, what I love about this is behind every baptism isn't just the person who's getting baptized. Behind every baptism is also someone who actually went and told that person, who sat with that person, who held space with that person, in Reagan's case, prayed with that person, or told the story of why baptism was important, or whether it was through AA and sitting with Marty or our mother and son walking together, you always have another person. And my secret prayer for Four City Church is that every one of you would be an everyday Ananias. Every one of you would have someone in your life that you actually got to usher in, that you went to see who once was blind but now is able to see the reality that they're no longer a dead person walking, but they actually are alive in Christ. And when you actually begin to recognize the responsibility as a disciple, as a follower of the way, as someone who is alive in Christ, you get to go share this. And I hear stories, whether in the marketplace, whether in schools, whether in neighborhoods, whether in the community, of you all actually beginning to share, invite, tell your story, go sit with people who are hurting, people who, in many ways, are here but not really here. And the beauty of grace And the beauty of shalom and peace that is found in God, the beauty of actual freedom, is it allows us to wake up to understand why we are actually here. But The question I I love is is that Ananias looks at Paul and just says, what are you waiting for? Get up. Be baptized. Have your sins washed away. By calling on the name of the Lord. Now, you have to understand this idea of get up is almost this picture of resurrection. Like, wake up. You're like a dead man walking, Paul. You're a dead man walking. Get up. Resurrection happened. It is changing you. And your first response to that is to be obedient to the reality of baptism. And I know some of you, some of you have been longtime followers of Jesus, but you're like, I'm no way entering into a hot tub. I don't understand why baptism is a big deal. I'll tell you why it's a big deal. It's a big deal because Jesus did it. And if Jesus did something, I want to do it. If Jesus prayed, I want to pray. If Jesus forgives, I want to forgive. If Jesus got baptized, I want to get baptized. If Jesus was generous, I want to be generous. If Jesus sacrificed, I want to sacrifice. It's hard to be a follower of the way of Jesus if you're like, I'm not doing it. Not gonna do it, wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> like some of you are like that though, right? Like I'm just not. And, and back that up though. What's behind that? What's underneath that? Someone call that Pride. And what's underneath the pride is often, well, some of us, some of us in the back of our mind are like, well, people know me as a believer and they all assume I've already been baptized. So in some ways it's like, whoa, you just made this about you. It's not about you. It's actually about you waking up to say, I don't care what people know about me. What I want them to know about me is I actually need Jesus to be alive in my life. All right? And we try, we try our best. And I'm not saying we're perfect at this. But we really try to make this a no-judgment zone. I really want you to actually go, man, if you feel leading into this, man, there's something about the power and the beauty of getting up. And there's something in in regards to baptism. And I've I've never told anyone except a few people about this. But um, many of you know that Ananias in my life were two guys Dominic and Nathan. I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but I was in seventh grade. Dominic and Nathan, they they loved sports. They were leaders. They were funny. There was something different about them. I wanted to be like them. They were amazing. And what made them so amazing is that Dominic and Nathan went by the name Dominate, and it was just cool. And I'll never forget, in seventh grade, Dominic, he was a junior. After playing basketball with them, they came up to me as I was getting water from the water fountain. And he just looked at me and said, hey, Carter, you want to learn how to dominate life? For the next six months, Dominic and Nathan took me to In-N-Out, which is where the Shekinah glory of the Lord descends in burglarly form. <laughs> and, like, they discipled me. They discipled me. And with six months later, after that, I'm sitting in the back row, because I would ride my bike to church. And I, I just felt this pastor said, who wants to be baptized? And I, I, I came forward. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what it meant. I just had six months with with Dominic and Nathan. And, and the truth is, on April 5th, 2008, standing in a hospital in Grand Rapids, Michigan, when a nurse handed me little Emerson, the nurse said, here you go, Dad. I didn't know what it meant to be a dad. And when I got married on March 6th, 2004, and all of a sudden the pastor looks at Ahasen says, I now pronounce you husband and wife. I didn't know what it meant to be a husband. And the beauty of when you say yes to Jesus, you are given a title, disciple, that you will spend the rest of your life living into, just like dad, just like mother, just like husband, just like wife. You will spend the rest of your life living into it. This is not about you having it all figured out, because you never will. You never will. But for some of us, we're like, well, what does baptism literally mean? Why does it matter to enter into a into the water? I get Jesus did it. But here's what it means. It's it's literally Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And and what's amazing is, is you'll see this. You'll see this in the scriptures. The way that they would actually have you walk into the baptisms is you would walk in, and and oftentimes what you would do is you you would take off a lot of your clothes. And you would enter into the water because that signified the old life. And you would walk into the water and it was almost like an Exodus story. And you would have this moment of literally going under the water and it was this kind of mystical, symbolic marker and moment that all of what has been holding you down, all of, and I love that line, curb your compulsion, all of those compulsions, all of those issues, all of those struggles, everything that has been holding your life in check, it was almost as if it was washing away and just as if you were under the water. It was as if like all of that was being attached to the cross and all of that kind of filth and sin and brokenness, all of that was like being buried with Christ. And then you come out of the water and it's like Easter morning. And just as if the tomb is empty, there's something now in you that is filling your life and it's grace and it's Jesus and it's the Holy Spirit. And then often what you would do is you would walk out and they would give you new clothes to put on. And that would be the clothes that you would walk it out in. And it's incredible. In Africa, I was once with a group of churches out there. You know what they do? They would walk you out into the ocean, and the people would start swinging you. In the middle of the ocean, bad current, and they literally would just throw you into the water. And then you'd have to swim back. And they are like, that's for the father. (laughs) Second time, that's for the son. And then... And that's for the Holy Spirit. And I just remember hearing this. I was like, why do you do that? And they're like, because life is hard. And if you can't swim back to the people when it's hard, and if you can't fight through the currents of today when it's hard, you're going to go back to the dead man walking. And I was like, that'll preach. (laughs) But there's this picture, right? It's like Ananias is saying, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, have your sins washed away. What I never understand is why do people want to live their life and it just being held in check? A year ago, a year ago, and this is what I was saying that I haven't really told people about, I, I hiked the Camino. But before I hiked the Camino, we went to Nazare. And if you're familiar with Nazare, it's where 100-foot waves and big wave surfers surf. I love Nazare. I love watching videos of it. I would never do it. They have something wrong in their brain, but I love watching it. And um, it was the beginning of the big wave season, starts in October, goes through March, so my, my buddy John and Tommy and me, we we're like, dude, that'd be so awesome if there was like 100-foot waves. And we're just hoping for it. So we, we go in a day early. We drive there. And what do we see? It's completely flat. And I'm like, oh, man. Like I came here like to see waves, and there was nothing. And, and while I had been flying over, I was reading through Acts, and I had read through Acts 22. And really the Camino was the sense of like a fresh start for me. And there was this like this this thing that man I had just been holding on and carrying and I, I just realized man as I was entering into second half of life as I was entering into some sense of I just didn't want some of that stuff to hold my life in check I just told Tommy and John I just said hey I know I'm saved I know I'm right with God I just think I need a fresh start and the fact that like Nazareth isn't breaking at 100 feet um I was like, Tommy, do you want to, um, will you baptize me? And so we'd like, we walked into the water of Nazareth before we started the Camino, and he baptized me. And he, he reminds me that basically every time he, uh, he talks to me, he's like, I'm your elder. I baptized you. And I'm like, you knock that off. But, um, but that, that was something for me just to go, gosh, I needed a fresh start. I, I, I needed to be reminded, oh, yeah, this is what the values Jesus is all about it's peace and it's freedom you have this moment where you get to to get up resurrection you get to be baptized you get to have all of the stuff that's holding your life back it like washes away metaphorically and you get to walk this out and I love how the line ends by calling on the name of the Lord not in your own strength but in the reality of saying I need help to do this And this is where the church and life together comes in, because in a moment we're going to go downstairs, and we're going to watch this. And I know for some of you, you're like, "Well, what, 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 like, what do we do?" The truth is, the church—you are like bridesmaids and groomsmen. Like you, you actually will get the chance to say, "Oh, I watched Reagan enter into the water." I watch Marty go into the I watch them actually do that. And you get to bear witness to that. Not only just bear witness to that, but you get to celebrate them when you see them, like, oh, well done. You get to actually, and, and people, oftentimes, if you've ever seen me officiate a wedding on that rehearsal day, the thing that I do is I, I lay into the bridesmaids and the groomsmen because I want them to know you didn't just spend $500 on a dress. And you didn't spend $350 in renting a suit? This is you saying you got handpicked to be like someone who's fighting for these two, praying for these two. When it all gets hard and difficult, you're the ones that they're swimming back to, and you get to say, hey, remember, remember, remember. And we get to be that for each other. So I leave you with this, friends. What are you waiting for? For some of you today, might be your day. And if you're wondering, like, well, well like, I didn't, I didn't come prepared. You're never fully prepared. But we are, are sort of prepared. And we have Forest City green shirts for anybody who wants to be baptized. Um, and, and in a moment, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to dismiss the people who have already committed to be baptized to go downstairs and change And then also those who maybe just need a little extra help getting down, whether through the elevator or the stairs, um, to get down. Because we don't want you to miss it. we got coffee and donuts downstairs. It's going to be just an amazing opportunity to celebrate. But for some of you who want to be baptized, myself and Sandy, we're going to be down front. And we would love just to talk with you. We'll take you over to the blue room, which is not scary. It's that we don't ask a ton of questions. We just get your name. Got to pray for you. Find out a shirt size. Um, there's bathrooms backstage. There's just one, and then there's some some bathrooms downstairs. But we just want to help you kind of walk that out, and then we'll head downstairs. We'll play a couple songs, and then we will begin the process of celebrating. Now, does this all make sense? Now, one other thing, one other piece. Child safety is really, really important to me. It's very, very important to me for a number of reasons. One of the things right now is because we're going down to the basement, we've got kids that are in those rooms. Um, If we can just keep the kids in there so that they're not having to, like, check out and all the – they're, they're okay. Some of them are in small groups right now. Um, we want them to be able to stay in those small groups. And then after the service, we'll, you can go grab the kids, check them out, get donuts, coffee, go from there. Sound good? Makes sense? Okay. All right. So if you're getting baptized, you are dismissed. We will cheer you on as you walk out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done. And. If you, uh, if you need just a little bit of extra time um, to make your way downstairs, uh, feel free. You can, you can head down um, right now. Um, but for the rest of us, can we just stand to our feet? And I'd love just to give us a little bit of a blessing. If you're new, we'll have some friends down at Connect Point. Um, we're not gonna like, rush to start, so you can, we'd love to introduce you to, uh, to us and what we're about. Um, but also, if you're someone who just goes, man, I've been waiting, and maybe today is my day, Um, we would love just to tell you and talk to you about that. Um, Sandy and myself will be down there, and then we'll make our way down to the basement in a few moments, and we will get baptized. But would you put your hands out, and I'd love for you to receive this blessing. My brothers and sisters of Forest City Church, we get the privilege to do life together. As John Orper beautifully says, is that the day that we start believing, the day eternity begins. And eternity is now. And we get to walk with eyes that see what God is up to in our world and what he longs for. And we get to participate in that. And so my friends, from the power of the good news of the gospel, a father who sent his son who was willing to die so that you could walk in full freedom and full grace and full peace. May today be the day that you remember the people who went before you encouraged you where you're Ananias and may you be inspired to be somebody else's Ananias in the days and months ahead. Much love everyone, grace and peace. If you wanna be baptized, come down front and we'll see you down in the basement.